As I thought about the Christmas story this week, I couldn't help but coming across uh, the babe was wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And then, of course, as uh, the angel told the shepherds, that's what they would find when they go, the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. I couldn't help but think about the wrapping paper. A new survey by Slick Deals, the shopping platform powered by millions of real shoppers, 52% of Americans identify wrapping gifts as the worst part of the holidays. 51% hate the task so much that they hire a professional wrapper or they get the easy-to-wrap gifts or, of course, the gift bags with tissue. 52% of Americans identify wrapping gifts as the worst part of the holidays, as I mentioned, but the hardest gift to wrap included bicycles, gym equipment, guitars, and candles. And how many times, after all that hard work, you've looked at your spouse and said, we should have just got him a box or the wrapping paper. Multiple scientific studies have found that wrapped gifts are more attractive. How well you wrap a gift can also affect how well your recipient uh, responds to the gift itself. And some did a study on what does gift wrapping do for the recipient. Uh, Daniel Howard from the uh, professor of marketing of Southern Methodist University found positive moods were supported by gift wrapping and greater effects of happy mood strengthened subjects' attitude toward the gifts. Of course, someone else loves wrapping paper, and that is the wrapping paper industry. Gift wrap manufacturers have stated annual sales between $3.2 billion and $9.36 billion. And people in the U.S. reportedly throw away about 4 million tons of wrapping paper and shopping bags, the same weight as nearly 11 Empire State buildings. And what became such a great idea was tissue was in the Victorian times in Europe, and uh, one day in Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, in 1917, they ran out of tissue paper, so they started using paper lining envelopes. It was quickly sold out. That store eventually became Hallmark, and a modern wrapping paper industry was born. What is the one thing we can learn from all this? Remember that the important thing is not what you give or even how you wrap it. The important thing during this special time of the year is, what, is that you save the receipt. <laughs> but what about you this morning, this evening, and the wrapping of Jesus? Does wrapping, those gifts sometimes in the wrapping startle you? Well, uh, the wrapping of Jesus, of course, uh, brought questions from Mary when she told him to the angel, How shall this be? seeing I know not a man. And in Matthew 2, 1 through 12, the wise men came and asked questions. Wrapping also, the wrapping also caused fear, where Joseph was told by the angel, Fear not. The shepherds were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not. So sometimes we see the gift that are the best, the wrapping kind of throws us off. Uh, I love seeing my children and trying to figure out what it is. Shaking it and trying to poke holes and all that. And oftentimes, things that are given to us in packages of different sizes, we're 
not too keen on. We don't understand what is inside or how valuable it is. But the shepherds, the wise men, Mary and Joseph, all were changed tremendously because of the gift. In fact, God wrapped us wrapped up his gift in Old Testament mystery. In 2 Corinthians 9.15, it says, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. In Isaiah chapter 7, the Bible says, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign, and behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And so God wrapped up uh, the gift in Old Testament mystery, but Mary wrapped up God's gift in the stable, as we said already. But what's interesting is Satan tried to wrap up God's gift in ignorance. And that's why Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. Of course, he came into the world and, and he tried to lead uh, a man astray. And of course, he accomplished that. And sin came in. Therefore, sin was upon every man, for everyone has sinned. And because of that, that sin is keeping us from God, and that is the whole reason why we get to celebrate Christmas is because God decided to become a man to keep you and me out of hell. But the Holy Spirit is kind enough to unwrap God's gift to all who believe. Romans six twenty three says, But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And we see even the Bible says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And the gift that God has wrapped up so carefully is the gift of salvation. And it's what keeps you and me from having to spend the eternity in hell. In this Christmas season, we get to celebrate the birth of Christ. This wonderful gift that God was willing to give you and me. And what about you this Christmas? Will you accept this free gift? Will you unwrap or uncover the light of the gospel this Christmas? Will you be willing to share it with others? The Bible says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Dear Abby tells a true story of a researched father and how this father lost his wife. And they only had one son. This little boy was a good son, but the dad was so busy trying to take care of them and get ahead, he ended up being so busy that he was distracted from his son. And though he tried to do his best, he spent more time making money and building a successful business empire than raising up his son the way a father should. The boy went off to college and the dad and son kind of drifted apart. But but toward his senior year, the son started reaching out to his dad. They started building a relationship once again. But the son was finishing up college and had gotten good grades and he really wanted one thing. He had this particular car he wanted. He hadn't asked his dad for much. But he said, Dad, if I get good grades and I graduate... With honors, well, you give me this car. Of course, the dad could easily afford it. And the dad said, yes, I'll I'll think about it. I'll, I'll most likely probably do that. And so, the boy got straight A's. And he finished, and he came home to his dad's study. It was a beautiful study. It was full of books. 
And this is where all the big business deals happened. And he went into his office in posh leather, expensive office. And he said, Dad, he says, I'm here to get my gift. I held up my end of the bargain. I got good grades and I passed and I graduated with high honors. And there on the table, the father had a package all wrapped up. And the boy thought it was interesting. It definitely wasn't in the shape of a car. And it was too big to really be keys or something. So he opened up the gift that was carefully wrapped to find a new Bible with his name engraved in it. See, his dad had grown close to the Lord those last few months and accepted Christ and He wanted his son to learn about that and understand what he thought was the greatest gift. The boy had a little bit of attitude when he already had started opening. And when he saw that Bible, he looked at his dad and said, Dad, I asked for one thing. What in the world? Why couldn't you give me? Why would you give me a Bible? His dad said, son, wait. There's more in the box. The son did not hear him. He was so upset. He stormed out of the office. Never to talk to his father again for many years. He used his dad's name to get a better job. He invested, became very successful. His dad tried to uh, communicate several times and reach out, but the young, the uh, the boy would, would not answer. And finally, the young man got married and had a son. And as he held his baby boy in his hands, he said, Oh, Oh, he needs to go see his grandfather. And I need to go see my dad. He was so excited. He got his wife in the car and got his boy. And they started driving across country. He wanted to drive all the way there. He was so excited about this long trip. And on the way there, he got the news that his father had unexpectedly passed away. Oh, the boy's heart was broken. They went to the funeral, and his dad had left him everything. The mansion, the office, the keys of the cars, everything. But his hole had the, his hole, his, he had a, a hole in his heart the size of a battleship. He got there and was fumbling through his dad's stuff and papers and in his office one day, and he saw this little box, and it was the Bible that he had gotten years before that he had left. He looked and put his thumb over the engraved name on it and thought through it and his heart kind of sunk. He opened the Bible and he picked it up and the Bible was marked with one verse, only one. Luke eleven thirteen. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? This boy looked at that and thought his dad was trying to teach him something. But he instead had ignored him and he had ran out. And as he went to put the Bible back, he saw something else in that box. The bottom of that box was a key. And on that key was a little keychain with the car car manufacturer's name on it. And his heart sunk. He took that key and he went into his dad's garage. And in that garage, under a bunch of dust, was the car he had always wanted.
May I say today that whether you know it or not, there is a gift that maybe you have never opened. And that gift is Jesus Christ. You see, he was willing to come for you and for me. He died on a cross. He shed his blood. And he was willing to take all the sin of all mankind, including yours, and pay for it on that cross. The reason why he could do it, because he was God. If it would have been anybody else, he would have been dying for himself. But God was willing to come and die for all of us through Jesus Christ. May I say today, will you accept that gift? But second of all, when we ask God for something, when maybe we ask God to use us, when we ask God to do something powerful in our lives, oftentimes he will answer those prayers. But oftentimes, in the answer of those prayers, he will wrap them. And strangely, maybe. And if we're not careful, we cannot recognize what he's trying to do. And oftentimes, we can be like that young man and totally reject what God's trying to do in our life. All because we're confused by the wrapping paper. And may I say today, not to get so enamored by the wrapping paper that we forget the wonderful gift God's trying to give us. Every head bowed, every eye closed tonight. Perhaps there's somebody here on a Sunday evening. You came for a Christmas Eve service. Maybe you were invited here. Maybe you're a faithful attender here. Maybe you're visiting with us. But tonight you realized, like this young man, you have turned your back on the greatest gift ever. And that gift is Jesus Christ. May you not leave today without getting that settled. Jesus Christ wants to give you that free gift of salvation. In fact, he says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's you. That's me. That's anyone. With heads bowed and eyes closed. I want to pray for you tonight, if that's you. You say, Pastor Justin, that's me. I don't know for sure I'm going to heaven. I would sure like to know for sure, though. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I won't embarrass you. No one's looking around. No one's moving around. This is between you and God. But how many would say, Pastor Justin, would you pray for me? I want to know for sure I'm going to heaven. If that's you, would you slip up your hand real quick, if that's you tonight? I don't see it. I see that hand up there. God bless you. May I encourage you to say something like this in your heart? Say, dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. And I deserve to go to hell. But I don't want to go there. Thank you for coming for me this Christmas season. And being willing to die on a cross to pay for my sins. Lord, I believe and trust in you and invite you into my heart so I can go to heaven when I die. Please come into my heart and save me and take away my sin so I can go to heaven one day. Thank you, Jesus. With heads bowed and eyes closed, how many would say, Pastor Justin, I meant that prayer and I just prayed that. If that's you, will you slip up your hand real quick? God bless you. God bless you. Maybe tonight you say, Pastor Justin, I know for sure I'm going to heaven. But there's been something in my life 
Maybe as Paul mentioned, that thorn in our side. Maybe Peter stepping out by faith. Maybe Joseph in the midst of a, of a pit or in prison. Maybe Abraham when God says, go and I'll show you the way. Maybe like Paul and Barnabas as they endeavor to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and reaching opposition. Maybe there's something in your life. Maybe there's a health issue. May I encourage you to not reject the gift God's trying to give you. Not get frustrated because of the wrapping. Because what's inside of that is going to be so good. One day you'll find out for sure how great. But will you trust God in that season? Lord, I pray you'll be with each and every one of us tonight. Lord, I'm sure you send us gifts, Lord, that we don't always know as gifts. And wrapping paper maybe that we struggle with. Or maybe uh, circumstances, problems, relationship issues, frustrations at work, Lord. Or maybe even a family struggle that we're struggling with this Christmas. Lord, may you help us to give it to you. Lord, may we take whatever it is and realize that if it draws us closer to you, what a great gift that is. And I pray that we'll lean on you this Christmas like only you can comfort us. We sure do love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. At this time, uh, our ushers are going to get ready. If you have a candle, if you'll get it out. If you don't have a candle, if you'll raise your hand, we'll get you a candle. Uh, Adults, if you'd like one here. And uh, raise your hand up if you didn't get a candle. And there's a few up here. And uh, just keep your hand up. There's a few maybe in the balcony. Um, And then at this time, our men are going to come forward. And after they get these candles out, and uh, we're going to light the candles. And make sure you keep them uh, up, obviously, and the flame up. And uh, then our, our own Wesley Vestal is going to come and sing uh, while the ushers are coming around and lighting. And you'll enjoy this beautiful song at this time. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appears and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn.
to love one another. His law is love, and His gospel is peace. Change shall He break, for the slave is our brother, and in His name all the oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy, in grateful chorus raise we, let all within us praise His holy name. Would you stand with me? We're going to sing a couple of verses of Silent Night. And my light just went out, Brother Justin, Brother Pastor Justin, can you help me? Look at that. What a man of God, I tell you. Let's sing the first verse together. Words are on the screen. Let's join our voices. Ready? Silent night. This next verse, we'll ask the pianist to give us our starting note, and then we're going to sing this last verse a cappella, just joining our voices together. Silent night, holy night, wondrous star, lend thy light. Let's join our voices on this last verse. Ready? Silent night, holy night, wondrous star, lend thy light with the angels, let us sing, alleluia to our King.
Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Just a moment, we're going to bow for prayer and be dismissed. But afterwards, uh, we want to let you know as you exit, there are some buckets there that the ushers have. You can place, blow out your candle and place it in those buckets. And we hope that you have a Merry Christmas. We're so honored that you chose to be with us here during this brief time on Christmas Eve. Let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer as we end our service. Heavenly Father, we thank you for each and every one who've given of their time to you tonight as we worship you and celebrate the birth of our Savior I pray, Lord, as we part and go our different ways, I ask that you give us safety, help your name to be honored in all that we do, and we will praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Merry Christmas. God bless you. Have a great night.